0: Hey everyone, it's Jerry at the Fledge. Welcome to another episode of Every Damn Day. Today on the show, we have a special guest for Halloween because it's it's uh, one of our favorite holidays. I know it's one of her favorite holidays. How you doing today, Tisha? Hi, I'm doing so, uh,
1: great.
0: Yeah, um, we're we're gonna act like for the rest of the show that we're doing this, uh, you know, early on Halloween, but uh, Tisha King owns Thrift Witch and they're having a grand opening on Halloween and we have to, I can't lie to you guys. So, uh, we have to tape this early. So we did this early. Um, but we're going to imagine what Halloween is like. Um, I think we can do it right. So what, uh, first of all, please tell everyone that's watching, listening, uh, about you and about your projects that you're working on.
1: Well, thanks, Jerry, and the Fledge guys and gals, and everyone else um, uh, for including me. Um, my name's Tisha King. I moved here from Denver um, in 2006, um, but I'm a Hoosier at heart. I was born in Indiana. Um, let's see. Since I have moved here, I've been booking shows with my boyfriend, who's a long time. Um, Tattooer in the area named Sean Peters. Uh, we started booking shows, metal stuff, and from there it built into um, us running um, The Dark Art of Michigan, which is a um, show series pre COVID um, that had shows five times a year that included drag, um, musical stuff, um, anything from bands to non bands. I don't know how to explain it, but. If you've ever seen the Champions of Breakfast, you'll understand that. Um, so drag, burlesque, music, we had a lot of vendors. Um, we had a good time, pretty much like a Halloween gothy thing feel. And um, from that, I opened Thriftwich, which used to be in Rio town. And we just relocated to Old Town and we're right across the street from meat. So, if you've ever been to a dark art show or if you like old, creepy things, dark, original art, where, where you want to go. But we cater to a lot of local Michigan artists and crafters too. They um, sell their wares with me. And we have just had our soft opening um, in September. And October 31st is going to be our grand opening because we also opened the dark art market, which is the basement level of the store, which allows a lot more people area to do cool stuff.
0: So So I, you know, I I talk on the show a lot about whenever I bring up entrepreneurialism uh people just jump on me like i'm a capitalist pig not my guess but you know the community sometimes like that's all i'm thinking about is the money do you consider yourself an entrepreneur
1: uh i'd have to look it up (laughs) i just kind of uh uh fell into what i'm doing because of necessity you know in between um the dark art shows, people were asking me how to get a hold of the baby head candle lady. And I'm like, you know, hustling for candles in between shows. So it started out as a small little space. And now we have like, you know, um, a lot more space. But I mean, I've never thought of myself as that because that sounds fancy and I don't feel fancy.
0: I I think you're one of, well, First of all, I don't see capitalism and entrepreneurialism as being the same thing. An entrepreneur to me is somebody that takes the resources they have, they get innovative and creative and turn it into more resources so that they can sustain their livelihood and build something that makes them happy. And I think you're one of the most badass entrepreneurs in Lansing. Uh And I've, I've watched you do a bunch of different things. Like you were talking about booking shows and then doing the dark, dark arts and um, yeah. how how all of these things have grown. And then like with what Sean does with the tattooing and he's in, I don't know, 60 or 70 bands right now. <laughs> right. right? <laughs> so I just think you guys are like some kick-ass entrepreneurs, um, but we've never really sat down. We've known each other for a while now. I yeah. don't know how long, but.
1: Well, I met Shannon, your wife, um, during my stint um, with the Mitten Mavens. Um, so, yeah, it's been quite a while. I believe that was in like 2008,
0: 2007. Yeah. So a yeah. couple of years after you came here. Huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, and then the next thing you did is you're opening up the basement like that. For the dark arts market and now you're enabling more people to be entrepreneurial and yeah. i just think it's you know i think you're innovative and creative and you take the resources you have and you make more out of them and that's badass Good. and so um the more of us that do that i think you know the better it is uh, the less we spend on amazon yeah. so so we're faking but what's happening this Halloween? How, how did you wake up in a good mood? Are you in a sweet costume? Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> I woke up. My breath smelled like um, chiclets and Reese's Pieces. You know, like I, I'm in a great mood. The, bur- or the air smells like um, fall. The, the leaves are crunchy. It's not raining. Knock on wood. Um, but yeah, I'm wearing a costume and uh, I'm ready to... Sell some old stuff to some cool people.
0: Do you? Is the uh, grand opening stressful to you as you approach it, or is it pretty? You got this down.
1: No, I mean, one thing that I can tell you, at least for me, um, being your own boss uh, always, you know, has its own rewards. But you know, I run with my anxiety level is always high, but. I feel like just um, working with your friends and working with people that have like a like mind as you, they're not going to be mad if you're 10 minutes late, which, you know, they're not going to be mad if you smell like weed. Um, (laughs) So it does kind of give you those, um, you know, a little bit more elbow room to be yourself, but it also helps you feel like you can be more creative in your space, maybe. Yeah. I, I'm I'm fine. I mean, that's what I do is I talk to people at the counter and I could do it all day. You know, oh, you like Garfield. Midori, come on over here. Look at my Garfield section. You know what I mean? So I have fun with it because most of the stuff that I collect or hoard, if you will, is all stuff that I like that, you know, I don't like it as much as, you know, so-and-so does. So let's just, uh, you know, I've outgrown this My Little Pony collection. Let's sell it. I've had it Do for thirty you, years. Was was this a hobby before it was a business for you? Mm-hmm. Well, I've always been a thrift junkie, if you will. You know, so I've always just found myself at thrift stores, and um, also just being old, you start to go, "Oh man, that's old." I'm gonna, I'm gonna give me those um, fur skins by, you know, give me those Care Bears. And you don't know what you're going to do with them, but you keep them and you know that there's going to be a moment where you're going to need that, you know, 30 pack of vintage Care Bearers. And I found my moment. So it feels good.
0: Is there a serendipity involved in all of this then? Like,
1: Yeah.
0: It, it's really like, the
1: hunt for me.
0: But has it ever been like, you grab this at the hunt and then you go to the store and someone's like, I've been looking for that. And it's just like, click, 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 click.
1: Oh yeah. Well, I, I believe hefty in, uh, believe a lot in the laws of attraction. So, um, you know, I definitely kind of put in my mind like, Hey, I'd like to find this and you know, I find it and I know somebody who wants it and I'll you know, it's just like any other product. You know, you just got to know know your product. And if you're happy with it, it makes you happy.
0: Yeah. So uh, is there is there something you do every damn day that kind of pushes your needle forward or pushes your mission forward? Do you have a mission? What's your mission?
1: Um, well, I'd like Lansing to be Halloween Town if I could. I mean... <laughs> You know, uh, I always said, yeah, like the whole thing, Um, the new, uh, what is the Christmas town that's close to here? I should know this.
0: Frankenmuth.
1: Frankenmuth. Yeah. We should be like, you know, I'd love to have like a wax museum, you know, just different spooky kind of things going on. But I mean, uh, we had Festival of Oddities show up in Lansing. It's now in Charlotte, but I mean... It's just uh, a lot of spooky people that want to get together and do stuff. So I'm really looking forward to a, a lot of uh, new things that I can't even think of that I just want to go and enjoy.
0: And can you imagine what we could do with an old GM factory to make spooky houses and all this Halloween stuff?
1: Yeah. That'd, that'd be, be amazing.
0: Cool. I didn't know that was in the, in your dreams there. <laughs>
1: Well, if I could have a dream, I'll put this out there um, with uh, Thrift Witch being on Turner Street and Dark Art kind of, you know, being um, on hold because of uh, large venues being, you know, not allowed to do my show or whatever. But I would definitely like to put into my future on my dream board for Dark Art to be able to take over Turner Street, much like, you know, Blues Fest. Pride and all those. I bet we could have a good time out there. I bet That's,
0: you my that That's my uh, dream.
1: That's
0: my dream. Do you think those stores are the crowd that could do it? I can see some of them for sure. Oh, yeah.
1: There's a lot of other stores coming in there. Um, from my understanding, um, Odd Nod uh, Art Supply is moving over there. Um, Twiggy's just moved in. Um, Metro Retro's always been there. Bad Annie's. So there's a lot of like you know, vintage and, um, cool stuff. And, you know, meat is right there and they've kind of got like a heavy metal theme. So, you know, yeah. and with me being there and, um, more cool stuff coming in, I think that it's definitely something that they would uh, like to
0: have over there. You're, you're going to easily make that happen. Yeah. Put it out there. <laughs> so is there something you're doing every damn day to
1: push these needles forward to push this,
0: Uh, mission forward?
1: Yeah, I mean, just reaching out, finding new people locally that like what we do, you know, um, making a gang, making a community. That's what I do. Um, I get emails or messages every day, hey, uh, I don't know where you people hang out, but I sure would like to find out, you know. (laughs) So, um, just kind of having this storefront has changed everything for me and Dark Art, you know. Um, It's just definitely made it serious, you know, like people that maybe didn't notice or, um, you know, didn't care about spooky stuff or like, well, wait a minute, what are these spooky kids doing over here? So that's what I do every day is create community and make sure, you know, everybody within my community is doing good.
0: Uh, I'm going to come back to that in a second. But one thing, you know, sometimes when people take their hobby and they turn it into their their business, it wrecks it for them. It sounds like that is not the case at all. This is accelerating.
1: Yeah, especially, you know, having the dark art market in the basement, you know, and when I moved in, the landlord offered it to me, and I was like, oh, no, that's way out of my my comfort zone as far as money, you know, I got nervous, and we ended up working out a deal, so Scott Schmidt really kind of, like, um, paved the way for the dark art market and you know gave me a chance and my brand a chance so um that whole ordeal with the basement is really just kind of connect <clears throat> excuse me connected me with some cool people like jen carpenter who does run the festival festival of oddities she's opened a um, crime a true crime bookstore in the basement and i've got people from um, new york news reaching out to me wanting to know how to get a hold of her so we must be doing some stuff together that's pretty magical. And I'm I'm just excited about it.
0: Do you want to give any shout outs for any of the other people in yeah. the basement? Or, yeah. Um,
1: the the main one um, is uh, Cult of Death. Um, is Cam Early and his wife Darcy. Um, they were probably the deciding factor. Like, if I can't get Cam to, de- to do this with me, I don't know, man. Like, I, I got to have a buddy. So he and his wife agreed to do it, and they were our first. And then um, a buddy of mine that I met from Dark Arts, um, Colleen Conrad, and co-worker from the Avenue, Ralphie, um, they um, opened a store called Crybaby Mini Mart, and it's a little eclectic group of you know candles and art and weird old stuff, and then. Um, In December, I've got monkey stuff moving in, and I know that they make a lot of jewelry, a lot of knitted things. So, I mean, there's really something for everybody there. It's not just like, well, if I'm not goth, then forget about it. You know, like you'll find something, something for everybody. So
0: so usually every Saturday, or at least for the past 45 days, I've been uh, taping a show. Um, so I've always used that to not uh, go do anything. So since I have this free space, I think you should hold me accountable and say you need to come to my grand opening.
1: Yeah, So we'll do a photo. Yeah,
0: yeah. we'll act like we just did the interview or
1: something. <laughs> Wear but a costume. Yeah.
0: I know I got to. Do you know what your costume's going to be?
1: I'm um, not
0: 100%. I don't, 100%. I don't know. I uh, I quit dressing up a few years ago. I don't quite know why. And I would say ever since, like in fourth grade, I, I was Geraldine. I don't know if you know who that is. Uh, it's an old Flip Wilson character. So it was Flip Wilson in drag. And uh, yeah, I, I dressed in drag almost every Halloween since around fourth grade. So that's like 40 years of Halloween, 40 some years so yeah i'd like to do that again
1: i've done wednesday adams for like 40 years in a row so i'm gonna try to switch it up yeah it just looks like wednesday adams doing (laughs) a costume so i don't know
0: (laughs) (laughs) um you said you build the community and i said you know you don't necessarily have to give us advice um on the show that it's just you and i talking but what what's it what's something you do that helps build your community
1: Oof. i mean just give people space you know space with you okay. include people you know tell them they're worthy um you know uh people ask me all the time well grade my stuff price my stuff i don't know and i'm just like no i want to talk to you about your stuff and then you know get to know it with you so that you can price it you know that's kind of where I'm at now is just kind of like helping people realize their worth, you know, because a lot of people will be like, hey, uh, I don't know, this isn't that great. And I'm like, what are you talking about? It's fucking amazing. You know, so it's just about lifting up your, you know, your fellow artists. Right now, people are experiencing, you know, um, being out of work and, with, um, you know, trying to sell art. It's just hard to like, know your worth. And a lot of people are just starting out because they have to, you know, like I, I can't find a job. So I'm going to try to sell my art. What do I do? That's kind of, I guess we're kind of like a hub of helpers where, you know, you I, know, we just well, kind of uh, get you started. Yes.
0: I'll, uh, I'll add mentor to your long list of entrepreneurial words. Um, but meeting people where they're at and going on the journey with them. Wow. That's that's a very valuable thing right now. People need that really bad. Uh, Yesterday on the show, which again, remember we're lying to all you guys and that it's really not yesterday, but we're faking it. Um, Will, Will's from Chicago. He does uh, the White Rose Network, which is basically they record noise and then they turn it into sounds, music, harmony sometimes, not always. Um, but he does big noise sound experiments and he comes up to the Fledge once in a while and does these like 3 or 4 day uh residencies where people just come from all over the place to work with this guy. Um, so he's a lot more famous than I know him. I I don't know. I don't know all these things, but we're going to get to know him. But he has a question for you. What is the strangest weirdest most interesting thing that you found that wasn't what you purchased so for example if you purchased a shirt and it had a pocket if you found something in the pocket like a note to a lover or something like that um what's something tell us a good story about
1: that well the the coolest story that could be a great short story but ended up not being the ending that we all had hoped for was I bought, um, a really old Ouija board on Facebook marketplace. And, uh, the guy said that he bought a house and it was just up there in the attic and he don't know whatever, you know? So I get it home and I start looking at it and I'm looking in the box and there's like paper in there and I'm like, Oh, maybe it's a brochure. And I'm like huge about brochures. Excuse me. Um, on, in old stuff, you know, it just kind of tells more of the story, but I opened it and it was a letter and it was in German. So I just imagined that it was like this letter and we had, I posted about it on Facebook and we concocted all these stories, but we finally had.
0: Oh, you hit your mute button. Should be a mute down at the bottom of the page. There you go,
1: but it ended up just being "Hey, I'm in bed sick, and I miss you guys kind of a thing, but it
0: was
1: cool. <laughs> we we followed the whole story, but it could have been really cool, and it was really creepy wrote, you know, it was just really old it was uh from like nineteen thirty seven or something you know it was old, yeah
0: how you found someone to translate it for you and all of that, or yeah
1: yeah, yeah. There was like a whole group of people that were translating it, but they all kind of came at the same end. Hmm.
0: (laughs) Was there something else you were trying to chase down just recently too?
1: Oh yeah. We found, we went up to one of those Goodwill, um, uh, what is it? A a surplus store or what? Last chance places and you just pay by the pound. And uh, I found uh, um, an old, um, Miss America um, oh, yeah. trophy, and uh, we tried to locate the woman that um, that did it, or that won it, because it was like the Miss Congeniality Award, so there wasn't a lot of information on it. But um, from the looks of it, we found the woman, but also we think that it might be someone just trying to get the trophy for free, so... <laughs> Yeah, we, we were not not able to locate Miss Congeniality, which was quite the bummer. But, that, yeah, there was a huge following on that one, too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this sounds like a lot of fun. I can see how you kind of get into it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, tomorrow on the show, I've got Kai. And Kai is from Detroit. And she uh, she has a company that I can barely pronounce its name, so I'm going to do my best. I think it's Unbiased. And I've known her as somebody that does entrepreneurial, uh, like coaching and stuff for a long time. She works in Ann Arbor, um, but I don't, she didn't tell me anything about the business. She said she was going to come on the show. So I don't know what her business is and I barely know how to pronounce it, but I think you've got a great question for her.
1: Yeah. Okay. My question is, is what is your, what is, or who is your favorite pop culture icon?
0: And as I always do in the show, I'm going to ask you that same thing. And I'm going to throw in a why.
1: What is my, Who is my favorite pop culture icon? Oh,
0: man. Or what and why? What?
1: Well, I really like um, My Little Ponies. <laughs> okay. But I also love um, the, um, the original horror you know, movie Monsters, too, which my favorite is right here. Creature of the okay. Black Lagoon. Oh, I'm going the wrong way.
0: I know this uh this app does that weird.
1: <laughs> no, I just uh, look weird. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you look like him walking out of the black lagoon. <laughs> <Definitely>. <laughs> so uh, but why? Why uh my little ponies?
1: Uh I think that when I was a kid, I got one and uh we were poor, so I like, I got one and it was like this is the shit, you know. So I was just really excited. I like combing its hair. And then uh, as I got older, I just uh, kept following it. You know, I'm a brony, I'll admit it. I haven't watched the new cartoon, um, but I definitely, um, part of my job is bringing home ponies and washing them up and combing their hair. So, I mean, I'm fulfilling my lifelong dream right here in a nutshell.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that must be why I like that Evil Knievel thing that cranks up and goes over the jump. Yeah. When I got that. I felt rich. Yeah. Uh, so you I bring collect- them back memories. There's a lot of weird things, not weird oh. things. A lot of dynamic is what I mean in what you do.
1: Yeah. And on the other hand, I collect Ouija boards. So like, you know, my, my little pony Ouija board collection is, you know, and yeah. Furbies. I don't know. There's something wrong with me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I remember I bought Shannon a gift of that Ouija board, uh, Um, like purse. It was a box purse that I bought for Christmas one year, I think.
1: Back Uh, when I made cigar box purses. Yep.
0: Yeah. Remember that. So, uh, um, I'm going to just say a couple like Fledge-like advertisements. Uh, Please remember to subscribe to the Fledge's YouTube channel for... Every Damn Day, which airs every damn day at 2. We've got 99 Problems But A Pitch Ain't One coming up tomorrow at 3 p.m. So that's this Sunday. And we have started a new series called 10,000 Fledges, where we're talking about how to build fledges in other cities. And, uh, yeah, every damn day, 2 p.m. every day. Um, So I always ask the guest take us out with something.
1: Starting to get cold. Um, If you have coats, shirts, socks, gloves, bring them to Thrift Witch and we'll give them to punks with lunch locally. Julia Miller is an angel and I love her. Come see Thrift Witch. Hope Dark Art comes back soon. Thanks for uh, including me, guys.
0: We hope that Dark Arts comes back soon and thanks for the shout out to PWL and. Love you very much, Tisha. You're doing great work. Thank you, Jerry. I'll talk to you soon. Have a very happy Halloween and a very happy grand opening.
1: Thank you. You too.
0: See ya.